0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. It has been 110 days since the Tony nominations were announced. I'm Broadway Radio's <laughs> Matt Tamanenny.
1: And I'm Arts and Culture writer, Ashley Steves.
0: I told you I'm doing it every it's day good. when I do the intro. It's every very single good. episode. I'm
1: going to make sure that whom, whoever is doing the show will, uh, will will put it in, too.
0: Very good. Um, something else that people need to keep in mind is that this coming Sunday, on This Week on Broadway, Sally Wilfert will be, uh, the gang's guest. She Sweet. will be talking about the phenomenal album that came out last year, her duet album with the late, great Rebecca Luker. It's a phenomenal album with some great songs, and what's really interesting is kind of like the eclecticness of the song. You've got everything from yeah. Sondheim to Lin-Manuel Miranda to Cander and Ebb, and then a James Taylor song from the musical Working, which I love, mm-hmm. um, and then another song from Working as well. Um, it just uh, It's a great albums album. So if you haven't listened to it, pick that up from PS Classics. But um, Sally will be talking about the album, I'm sure her friendship, her long and deep friendship with Rebecca Luker yeah. as well. So check that out on Sunday. Of course, if you are a member of our Patreon family, you'll be able to listen to that live and actually submit questions as well. You can do that over at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news because we have a whole heck of a lot of it. All of it. Everything just happened all at once yesterday. Um The biggest story, I guess, for theater fans from yesterday is that John Chu has been selected to helm the eventual whenever that comes out, big mm-hmm. screen adaptation of the musical Wicked. Now, originally, Stephen Daldry had been announced as the film's director, but he le- he left last year for some unspecified reason. Chu had a big break uh, directing Crazy Rich Asians a few years ago, and he directed the upcoming screen adaptation of In the Heights as well that was supposed to come out last summer, but it's going to come out this summer, both in theaters and on HBO Max. But he actually has a lot of musical um. properties in his directing catalog. He also directed the second and third films in the step up franchise. He directed two concert films of Justin Bieber's and he, he helmed the beloved movie musical adaptation of the eighties cartoon, Jim and the holograms. I am old enough to remember Jim and the holograms, the cartoon. And I loved it. I did not see the film though.
1: Uh, I, I've heard I've heard some some yeah. mixed things about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> one reason why I didn't see the film. But in a tweet, Chu said, "Quote: Most of my life, I have felt out of place, weird, and different. I felt green in all the ways. I will protect this vigorously, and hopefully, will bring in a few new surprises along the way." And he closes Ashley with, "So." Who wants to be Alphaba mm-hmm. and Glinda? Mm-hmm. Cheeky. I, you're going to leave that up to a Twitter poll. But anyway, um, actually, I said this to a friend when it was announced and then again on Twitter when Deep Trans said something similar. But yeah. I, I hope that by selecting a person of color, an Asian American to direct this film, that it means that the story of a woman who is ostracized because of her skin color will actually cast a woman of color yep. as alphabet which sure. they have never done full time on broadway <sighs> yeah. uh, or on tour um, I've got some people in mind. I'm thinking someone like Zendaya. I don't know if she she's a singer, but I don't know if she can sing Elphaba. But like right. Demi Lovato, uh Ali'i Cravalho, uh, Sierra Renee, or even Chloe Bailey, since her sister Hallie is playing Ariel in Disney's live-action Little Mermaid. Get a little sparring musical theaters for Chloe X Hallie. <laughs> there we go. Um, if they go older, I would love to see Janelle Monae in the role, because you know she can act it. You know she Ooh, can sing. Um, but I don't know what yeah. the age range is. Is like... I guess, technically, depending on when people start magic school in Oz, like, yeah. I'm guessing, like, 18-ish. And I think right. all of those um, pl- could play 18. Janelle is sure. a little older. She's in her mid-30s. But, like, I think she could still do it. And you're putting green makeup on her. So that's fine. Um but anyway, actually, I feel like we've talked about this before, and I don't huh. think you really had any thoughts, but no. like with this <laughs> announcement, do you have anybody who you think should play Alphabet and or Glenda?
1: No, but I mean, those are great choices, and I hadn't even really thought of Janelle Monet because as you said, you know, the age range... The age range can really be anywhere, I think, as long as you're like early, early, exactly. As long as probably early 30s
0: is max. I really don't
1: know how old Genomine is, but she's
0: 35. I looked it up. (laughs) Okay, perfect. She looks, she looks. uh, She does. She does. Um, Yeah. Like. I just think like especially if you're putting on the green makeup like anybody younger than right. 40 is fine. Sorry, Adina is not going to play the part. Um <laughs> but you know like I think that any of those people were fine. I feel like um Ariana uh Arnea Grande really wants to play Elphaba. She should not yeah, play Elphaba. She or absolutely really
1: Absolutely should not.
0: Any part yeah. ever in anything acting wise is wow. more than 30 Oof. seconds. Oof. But her voice Actually, I think she'd probably be more suited for Glinda, although I feel like... That'd be fun. Yeah, I feel like Dove Cameron is kind of, like, destined to play that role, since she's played Kristen Chenoweth's daughter in both Hairspray Live and yeah. The Descendants. Like, it would feel right for her to do it I actually think she can belt well enough to play alpha but I feel like I
1: think so, I think so too but you know again we're really looking specifically at women of color here yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know I think that would be a really good fit for her though and of course you know it I, I I don't know how they're going to cast this in terms of, obviously, for me, when we're talking about Alphaba and age and actors of color, I would really like to see some kind of larger talent search for this. But I don't know if it's going to be a situation where they go with a bigger name. But in that case, they may go for a bigger name for one and not the other. So it'll be really interesting to see. And I think... There's at least the opportunity of a, you know, more interesting casting decision than there used to be.
0: Well, I mean, how many big screen film, movie, musical adaptations have we seen that didn't just cast as many big stars as possible? Right, right. I I will say... Um, with Mark Platt at the helm, there might be some more theater influences, uh, than there would be if this was like a Disney, uh, thing by itself. But Mark Platt obviously and was one of the. It's also just such a
1: big show. Like it, yeah. on it, it, it doesn't, sells itself. It, do, it doesn't need to go big actors for this.
0: Although, I'm sure they still will. They'll um, put Meryl Streep in somehow. Oh, should we, Madame Morrible? They'll put James like,
1: Corden in. Kill me. The
0: wizard, James Corden, is the wizard. Madame Morrible, uh, or ah. uh, Meryl Streep is Madame Morrible. Uh, it's fine. Although I really think it should be Adina uh, as Madame Morrible. And, that would be great. And,
1: and, yeah, and that'd Kristen. be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, maybe Kristen as Alphaba's mother, or if they come the up with wizard. another <laughs> That's fine too. Although Joel Gray would be fine as the wizard. Like just oh, keep it in there. Anyway, uh there actually is more musicals on screen news that we got yesterday, and I'm really excited about this one because it gets me one step closer to my twenty twenty-one prediction being correct. Yeah. As it was reported yesterday that the film rights holders have come from away are changing plans on what they want to do with the property and will now be filming the show on stage at the Schoenfeld Theater with the original Broadway cast in May for a September release, of course, timed to the 20th anniversary of 9-11. There was no announcement yet where you will be able to see this capture, whether it will only be on the big screen or if it'll be on a streaming service. They didn't also, they also didn't say if like the entire OBC will return or not, but this is good news in my opinion, Ashley, and not just because it puts me Very ahead so. of pace to get my prediction of six New York shows <laughs> announcing streaming in twenty twenty one correct.
1: I uh, yeah, congratulations, first of all. Thank like you. Thank well you. well done. Second of <laughs> all <laughs> second of all, you know, enough people said it yesterday, including David Gordon, but uh it's really n- Interesting isn't the correct word, but, you know, the entire industry has been out of work for a year, and we're 9, 10, 11 months into the pandemic. And producers are starting to see that this is not the end of the world to actually film these shows and put them out to the public. Like, really, uh, really interesting how that happened.
0: Well, and also... Like, I don't think that this will have any negative impact on Come From Away coming back or not. Like, no. if it comes back or not, I don't think it'll have anything to do with this. Because Be the show is still doing pretty well. Um, You know, not as great as it, it used to, but when it was still running, it, it was, was doing still, fairly well.
1: Wasn't it still 90? Yeah, 90, something at like that. It's, yeah.
0: it's recouped a long time ago. But right. I also think it's the same thing of, like looking at the types of shows that did well after 9-11. This is a show that will be cathartic. It'll be uplifting. If people can get past, like, oh, it's the 9-11 musical. Like, once you get past that, like, it is the show that makes people feel good. It's about coming back from something devastating. And I think that this will actually do pretty well after we come back from the pandemic. And I actually think that this filming will only help that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. and You know, this is, this has become such a big show in recent years. Uh, great, great talent. And for the most part, I mean, people, it obviously it's been doing well. It's, you know, before the pandemic, still running and doing great numbers, as you said. Uh, but this is kind of one of those shows that it's, you know, it not so much in the vein of wicked where it, right.
0: it, yeah, name yeah.
1: Rec- name recognition isn't alone for it, but getting things filmed and especially with the original cast which is such an important thing because I'm pro pro role reservation always or role preservation always yeah. rather um, not only do you get the name recognition of having more people get to see it and therefore you know more productions, more anything in the future, you also get to see the roles as they were you know put on in the first place
0: as long as we keep the real life beverly bass as far away from this as humanly possible Mm -hmm. i will be happy yeah that'd be great (laughs) <laughs> All right, Ashley, let's take a second to talk about our sponsor this week, ExpressVPN. We've always talked about how ExpressVPN can keep your computer and online surfing safe, but you can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and television shows that are not available in whatever country you are in, but mm-hmm. are available in other places around the world.
1: Yeah, that's right, Matt. The important thing to know here, the how of unblocking content, ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you are want sites to think you're located, a little bit of beneficial trickery there, you open the app, select a location, tap one button to connect and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows, movies, whatever kind of content they have, choose from almost 100 different countries. This is pretty much the only way you should be traveling right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and what's great about this, Ashley, is like, unless you have a a streaming subscription to like all of the streaming services... Yeah. Like like you can't get everything. And there's
1: there's so many of them and ever growing Exca- for that matter. Exactly.
0: But if you have like a Netflix and you want to watch like um the new Star Trek Discovery, which uh is normally on CBS yep. All Access, but you don't have it, you can go over to the UK's Netflix and yeah. watch it there with Anthony Rapp Broadway uh, favorite and Tony winner there. So there's all these things like it really has a lot of benefits even if like you're like oh I could watch that on CBS All Access but you don't want to get the subscription this is how you do that. But what's also great about it Ashley is that you, you can stream all of these things in HD. It's not like you're getting some random bit torrent that's in like 360i or whatever the formatting is. There's no buffering. There's no lag. You can watch things on whatever device you want to. Phones, tablets, uh, uh, smart TVs, whatever. Um, And it keeps everything completely anonymous and safe. So go to expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free.
1: Yes, that is expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio.
0: Do it, like seriously. What else do you have to do? You're sitting at home, sit
1: in the home. middle of a sit pandemic. Sit at home, watch everything from every country imaginable, and <laughs> pretend you're, you know, in Australia or whatever.
0: Good day, mate. Um, no. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Unfortunately, we have to transition here because for the third time in about a week, we unfortunately now have to discuss the passing of an unquestioned legend. On both the stage and screen. Yesterday, it was announced that Tony and Emmy-winning actor Hal Holbrook passed away last month. Known for playing Mark Twain over, like, 50 years, including winning the 1966 Tony Award for Mark Twain Tonight, Holbrook actually appeared on Broadway in 14 shows, including as a replacement Don Quixote in the original Man of La Mancha, and as a replacement Adam in the original production of The Apple Tree. In addition to his Tony, he was nominated for 11 Emmy Awards, winning 5. He was also nominated for an Academy Award in 2008 for the Sean Penn film Into the Wild, and he was honored with the National Humanities Medal in 2003. Of course, he also famously played Deep Throat in All the President's Men and appeared on the big screen in the Great White Hope, Wall Street uh, as a voice actor in Disney's Hercules, in Judas Kiss, Lincoln, and dozens of other films and TV shows. Holbrook was buried next to his wife of 26 years, stage and screen star Dixie Carter, who died in 2010. Holbrook was 95 years old, and of course, we send our thoughts to all of those that loved him as a person and as a performer. Godspeed, Mr. Holbrook.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a tough couple of weeks we've had here within the stage and screen communities. Um, I saw the picture that you had retweeted yeah. of him and Cecily Dyson and just broke my heart.
0: Yeah, they actually both won multiple emmy awards in the same year so they had a picture of them each holding yeah their um uh their like dual emmys in each hand next to each other it was very and, touching
1: and not in the photo but also cloris leachman had won at least one award oh, that year really? too yeah, oh, so. yeah it was
0: 1974 <sighs> was the year so absolutely heartbreaking all right, Ashley, uh, let's move on and finish up the news for today. On Tuesday, Audible announced its spring slate of theatrical productions, which will include Tony Shalhoub, Santino Fontana, and Laura Benanti, and Daniel Goldfarb's Men's Health, Adam Rapps, the brother of the aforementioned Anthony Rapp, uh, his play The Sound Inside, featuring the original Broadway cast of Mary Louise Parker and Will Hockman, and Cornelius Edie's brutal imagination with original cast members, Emmy Wenner and former Tell Me More guest Joe Morton and Sally Murphy. And while they aren't technically a sponsor this week anymore, I bet that Audible.com slash Broadway (laughs) Radio still works for that uh, 30-day free trial, which I actually did as well. Um, Of course, we will have the schedule for all of their spring releases, what dates, and all of the other shows I didn't mention in the show notes.
1: I am so excited to hear the sound inside again.
0: I, loved. I didn't see it so i'm looking forward to it
1: oh man i loved that show so much and it's kind of one of those that if it wasn't going in the tone he's <laughs> if it wasn't going against better <laughs> shows uh it would absolutely be the winner but this is yeah. its actually one of those shows that i think like you know a lot of things end up in some audio form or another, and I think this is one of the rare occasions that it would work as well on stage as it would just generally, as just audio.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a two-hander. It really, really makes sense. All right, next up, the Broadway Advocacy Coalition has announced part one of its next hashtag B-Way for BLM forum. It's called What Now? It will be held on Monday, February 15th at 6 p.m. New York time. Details for part two will be announced at a later date. Part one of the form asks us all to examine our commitments to supporting BIPOC leadership in the theater industry as we prepare to reopen and begin a new year. To RSVP, visit b way dot And finally in this section, Ashley, Lily Cooper, Denae Benton, Hunter Ryan hurd Jay Armstrong Johnson, Grace McLean, and James Scully will all star in a virtual concert of the new musical Hallie at Therapy. The reading is set for 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday, February 8th, and it will benefit Broadway Cares' Equity Fights AIDS. This one-act musical features a book, music, and lyrics by Josh Canfield, and Hallie at Therapy is a unique comedic look into one woman's first therapy session. There will be feelings, lots of them. There will be denial, lots of it. There will be twists. Okay, perhaps just one. Mm. Um, great cast in Josh Canfield. Yeah. Like, he's a Broadway performer, I think. And also, was it, wasn't he the guy who, wasn't he on The Survivor at one point? Oh, God, I have no idea. I think he was on Survivor at one point. I could be completely wrong, but I think he was on Survivor at one point. Hmm,
1: interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm a little annoyed that they are publishing my first therapy se- session uh, without <laughs> no, no. any kind of rights being given
0: to me. Yeah, Hallie or Haley, not Ashley, but I'm sure they just changed <laughs> that to protect the innocent. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ashley, uh, let's get into the recommendations here real quick. The first one is that Signature Theater, the one in D.C., not in New York, has released their first virtual production of the 2021 season. And this one, right up your alley, Simply Sondheim. Um, It features over 30 songs from Sondheim's canon. It was uh, filmed... In the actual Signature Theater, uh, d- uh down or up in D.C., depending on where you are, it is available from yesterday, February 2nd, through March 26th on something called Marquee TV. Single tickets are $35, and you can purchase them at sigtheater.org. Here are some of the names of the people in yeah, this, not all of them. Good. but it's good. It's very good. Yeah, you've got Norm Lewis. Solea Pfeiffer, Conrad Rickamora, Emily Skinner, and many, many more. Um, what a great mm-hmm. cast for this, for doing a great thing. This is definitely one... That I will be checking out, which I'm sure you will uh, if you have not already. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, I can't remember if I was on the episode when the news came out, but I know I definitely tweeted about, I tweeted about it. And the fact when I saw Conrad Ricamora's name there, especially, I mean, the entire cast is amazing, but Conrad Ricamora singing Sondheim is so explicitly at my alley. I cannot wait. I just want to know what he sings. That's all. I'm going to like, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going straight to it just <laughs> to find that out to watch the yeah. rest later. (laughs)
0: Yeah, very, very good. Um, All right. And let's wrap this up with video from Seth Rudetsky's concert on this past Sunday. It's available for two weeks on demand as well. And it featured... The married Broadway couple of Jeremy Jordan and Ashley Spencer. What's great is is they did this medley, which is this clip that I'm uh, I'm going to put in the show notes, where they sang songs from each other's resumes. So like Ashley sang from the last five years and from West Side oh, Story and from Bonnie and Clyde and from Smash and Newsies, while Jeremy sang from uh, the producers from Hairspray, from Rock of Ages, and from Grease. It's very cute. I, love I, that. I we all love jeremy jordan but i really have loved ashley spencer for well over a decade dating back to the greece reality show that she finished Uh, second on behind laura osness who of course would go on to uh star opposite jeremy and then kate rockwell Mm -hmm. finished third or fourth i think as well Um, not too shabby I was actually uh, a big fan of Ashley because she's from Ohio, of course, but she's also fantastic. So, um, a big fan of both Jeremy and Ashley, and this is a very cute video with the two of them singing each other's recipe. Yeah, I love that. All right, everybody. That is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and the Instagram at Broadway mm-hmm. Radio. Let us know who you want to see play Alphabet in the movie uh, version of Wicked. I would love for Grace to have to wade through all of those. And you can <laughs> find me on Twitter and Instagram at bww. Matt Ashley, where can peeps find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley.
0: All right don't forget this week on this week on Broadway they will be joined by Sally Wilfert talking about her album uh, of duet songs with the great Rebecca Luker You can participate in that interview by going to patreon.com slash radiocom slash patreon All right everybody have a wonderful hump day and we will be back to talk to you tomorrow.